Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. The T-Biz Podcast and blog cut through the clutter to connect you to experts in the tea lands. Listen as the voices at Origin reveal the trends and news that most impact the tea industry with commentary and business insights. Paired with Tea Journey, a digital magazine for enthusiasts, the Tea Biz Portal is a global resource for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. T-Biz will take a break to enjoy the holidays after this week's podcast and return in the new year. Here are this week's headlines. The EU bans imports that drive deforestation, including coffee and cocoa. Tea on forest land cleared after 2020 cannot be imported, but is not considered one of the main drivers of deforestation. Hindustan Unilever shortlists two potential chief executives. Falling yields hold down Kenya tea prices. Plus, Sandeep Thapa, founder of Kolkata India-based Cup of Trade, an e-marketplace that enables small growers to sell tea online, discusses innovations in digital trade with South Asia correspondent Arvinda Anantharaban. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Keilani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia tea estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. This week, the European Union passed legislation that bans imports of products that result in deforestation, including coffee and cocoa. Member countries in the European Parliament must now ratify the proposed law. The law requires companies that sell coffee, cocoa, palm oil, beef, soy, and some derived products, including rubber, charcoal, leather, chocolate, and furniture, to provide verifiable details proving the products were not produced on land, deforested after 2020. Companies located in EU member countries in violation face penalties up to 4% of their annual turnover. Larger companies must comply within 18 months of ratification, Smaller firms have 24 months to comply. 
Compliance checks must be carried out on at least 9% of companies that source from high-risk countries, such as Brazil and Indonesia. Inspections are less rigorous for countries where deforestation is limited. 3% of companies importing products from standard-risk countries are subject to inspection, and 1% of companies importing goods from low-risk countries are subject to inspection. The Reuters Foundation reports that suppliers in Brazil, Indonesia, and Colombia strongly object to the new law, arguing that it will be costly to demonstrate provenance and difficult to monitor supply chains that span multiple countries. Business Insight Tea was not called out specifically as a main driver of deforestation, but any crop grown on recently felled dense closed forest land is subject to the ban. Woodlands were excluded. It is helpful to remember that in West Bengal, India, between 1874 and 2010, forest area decreased by 69.5% and land under tea cultivation increased by 30.7%. The head of Hindustan Unilever, HUL, the largest packaged goods company in India, is stepping down after a decade as managing director and CEO. Sanjeev Mehta, 62, will retire in October. The company is eyeing potential successors. Rohit Jawa, Chief of Transportation, and Priya Nair, the Global Chief Marketing Officer of the Beauty and Well-Being segment at the parent company. Hull, based in Mumbai, is India's second-largest tea company after the breakup of Unilever's tea division to form Ekaterra Tea. Unilever retained Lipton, Taj Mahal, Taj, and Brok Bond, whose red label, dating to 1903, is one of India's oldest tea brands. Unilever acquired Brook Bond in 1984 and built the brand to a market-leading 28% share in 2020. Its primary competitor in India is Tata Tea. Jawa, 57, is a Harvard Business School MBA and the former executive vice president of Unilever North Asia. He has held sales, marketing, and management posts in India, Thailand, Singapore, Indonesia, the Philippines, and China, which is Unilever's third largest market. There he built a 63,000-square-meter facility for tea, spice, and food production operations. Jawa joined the company in 1988. Priya Nair, 50, has an MBA from Symbiosis Institute of Business Management in Pune. She joined the company in 1995 and has led home care, beauty, personal care portfolios and launched the Rural Mobile Marketing Program. She would be the company's first female CEO if named to the role. Meta has quadrupled Hull's market capitalization with revenue of $6.6 billion in 2022. Tea auction prices that were edging toward the Kenya Ministry of Agriculture's much-desired minimum reserve price of $2.43 per kilo have slid since late summer. 
The decline in average prices at the Mombasa Tea Auction dates to September, according to the East Africa Tea Trade Association. In October, EATTA data showed sellers offered 500,000 fewer kilos of tea than in a comparable period in 2021. The average price per kilo in November fell to $2.34. Volume dropped an additional 465,000 kilos. Weather is a factor with hot, dry winds and erratic rainfall depressing yields. The Ukraine conflict and Pakistan's crisis after a catastrophic flood also impacted sales. For years, Kenya bashed under the optimal climate for tea growing, comprising tropical humidity, red volcanic soil, sunny days, and stable rainfall, laments the East African News. EATTA suggests a review of the national tea policy adopted in 2013. The review is necessary to clarify roles and relationships between management agencies, growers, and the boards that manage the nation's tea factories, says EATTA chairperson Arthur Sui. Key issues he cited include low productivity, insufficient financial investment, tardy technology transfer, high costs of input, multiple taxation, and poor governance. In November, at a meeting of tea stakeholders led by Solidariedad, Kenyan Tea Growers Association CEO Apollo Kahari suggested that Kenya adopt a volunteer unified quality standard. The group included members of the Tea Board of Kenya, EATTA, Trust Africa, and the Independent Tea Producers Association of Kenya. Rainforest Alliance and similar third-party certification bodies are costly, said Tea Board member Samuel Najani. He estimated compliance costs at a shilling per kilo at a 5 million kilo capacity factory. Najani said, quote, Our main concern is complying with this standard by factories. Bear in mind that farmers have done a lot of work, but after complying with the standards, they don't get what they ought to. End quote. Arvinda and Intheraman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending 10th December 2022 sale of 49. Despite the concerns about exports, it looks like India is set to close the year with higher exports in tea compared with 2021. The figures just announced stand at between 225 to 30 million kilos this year, which is an increase by 30 to 33 million kilos from last year. And much of this comes as a fallout of the Sri Lankan economic crisis, which nudged the orthodox markets towards India. Consequently, orthodox prices have remained higher than 2021. In other news, in Assam, news of warranties exit from plantations is now followed by exit by the APJ Surendra Group, former owner of Typho Teas. They've begun selling the estates and two were sold this week, and the group intends to sell all but one, the Karjan estate. In sale 49, North India saw 68% of the offering sold for an average price of 185 rupees per kilo, with PP grades being the highest selling. 
The South also saw a 68% cumulative sales with average price of rupees 122 per kilo. And dust and fannings topped the list. Breaking this down, um, in Kolkata, there was good demand for orthodox and Darjeeling teas. Middle East were active for the former and Tata consumer products for the latter. Prices for Darjeeling, however, averaged lower than previous week. Major blenders were active for dust. In Guwahati, there was fair demand with Hindustan Unilever active for dust grades. And in the South, Kochi continues as last week in terms of sale prices and offerings. There was good demand for CTC and Orthodox leaf grades and exporters to the Middle East and CIS countries were active for Orthodox grades. Major blenders were active for CTC in Kunur. In the south, weather remains cold and all the gardens are not closed. Production volumes are expected to decrease. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple-to-operate, smartphone-controlled device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. This week, T-Biz travels to Kolkata, India, a global hub for tea commerce, where South Asia correspondent Arvinda Anantharaman discusses innovations in digital trade with Sandeep Thapa, founder of Kappa Trade, an e-marketplace that enables small growers to sell their tea online. Kappa Trade is a newly launched B2B platform offering the growing small tea grower segment in India access to a buyer base. We are here in conversation with Sandeep Thapa, founder of Kappa Trade, to understand what he proposes to do with it and how this platform will change the market for small tea growers. Sandeep, thanks for joining us at TBiz and looking forward to this conversation. But first, congratulations on launching Kappa Trade. Uh, can you tell us a little about it? Thank you, Aravinda, for having me. So primarily, Kappa uh, Trade is an online platform, and we are developing this as an e-marketplace, wherein we are focusing on the small tea growers, cooperatives, the bottling factories, and the small producers. And we are increasing the buyer base. We are working on the market expansion, and we are going to the secondary and the tertiary buyers. We are connecting the small producers with the very large number of small buyers across the country. This is uh, the plan in phase one. And in phase two, we intend to open up for cross-border transactions as well, wherein we focus on the exports. We want to, you know, if I may use the term, blow up the market basically. And to bring in efficiency, make it much faster, uh, make it uh, extremely dynamic and bring the sellers and buyers closer. Looking at the Indian auction system itself, where did you feel were the gaps that needed to be plugged? And what did you feel the Indian auction system in its present form was not doing 
that necessitated, you know, an alternate such as kappa trade? One is basically the entire process itself. We should have evolved because it's almost 170, 80 years old, the entire auction system. By by this time, everyone knows how tea is to be uh, treated, so to say. The quality you're saying, uh, uh, the pre-sale processes and the post-sale. What are the responsibilities of the seller? What are the responsibilities of the buyers? So these have been set. And basis this, you see a lot of private sales happening, wherein the you know the seller buyer connect and and this is happening basis the samples that the seller is sending directly from the garden wherein the seller is taking the onus of uh, taking care of the quality and the buyer is taking care uh, the responsibility of timely payment or whatever the you know the uh, the understanding has been with regards to prompts paying or you know credit facility whatever it may be so because uh, the industry is old uh, the conventions have been set and uh, people are used to you know the nuances or the respects of the of the trade basically so we what we should have done is uh, in the auction system we should have gone uh, many years ago directly to the from the you know x factory or uh, x garden sale this is number one you have the knowledge in we have it in the palm of our hands why can't trade be that quick this is one. You have the learnings of the marketplace, uh, Amazon and Flipkart. And this is two that, you know, the convenience bit and the speed of transaction, one side. Then you have the safety with regards to that receiving of the material and uh, making the payment. Fourth, credit facility. It is a T-board run auction. I mean, you know, the banks, fintech companies, bank could have, they have easily opened up or tied up with the platform to provide their credit facility to the buyers or even to the sellers. That takes care of your working capital concern. Fifth, that, you know, it's, I feel it's very restrictive in the sense that you, it's not enough to have a T-board license or the TMCO license if you are a buyer or a seller. Even if you have a, a, a license, you probably will not be able to operate out of that uh, auction center if if the committee doesn't allow you to do that so there is a bias committee they go through that you know it's almost like a club it's very interesting new buyers do get added in the auction system but if you go dig deeper who are these new buyers it's the same old you know firms who register a new firm so that is how the new buyers are coming in the platform but it's your handful of 20 30 35 buyers so these things should have evolved. Who would have done? It could be the auction organizer, CTTA or the GTAC or STAC, whoever it may be. It could be the T-board. It could be the brokers. But unfortunately, because the, uh, the industry is so old, you have various interest groups. And they run in their own direction. They have their own agenda. They have their own interest to fulfill. And that is how you see where the industry is at the moment. So uh, one is the pace of transaction. Second is opening up of uh, uh, the market or the platform to add a la very large number of buyers and sellers. Third is representation even of the small tea growers because the kind of teas that they are producing, although the volume is very small, but there is no representation. Fourth would be, you know, because technology has not played a pivotal role in the entire ecosystem. So even if it's a broking house, I, 
and and these are just you know wild ideas that what we are sharing here i mean if they could have come up with an app uh, the auction organizer could have you know come up with systems wherein directly from the garden the invoices or all those things could be uploaded uh, and by by the time it's coming to the warehouse your kacha catalog or the catalog is ready so they they could have hastened or small uh, you know less the reduce the cycle time so these things could have and these are very easy i mean these are very common sense interventions that could have happened nobody is doing it so might as well do it through kapatrade in terms of price discovery the auction still offers a benchmark so how would kapatrade address that see it's very unfortunate because uh, when you have a very limited set of buyers and uh, i respect because buyers also have their own interest to protect because uh, yes they are looking for value and with the commodity prices going up it's not just the tea price which is the procurement uh, that they are doing you have other various prices also which is going up so you have to control cost at somewhere and unfortunately that becomes the the producers bit wherein they don't have a say they are say, sending the teas here and you have a very large i mean the the uh, the buyer group they would always want to and you have to understand these are mostly either traders agents in the auction system or the packeteers so the procurement cost has to be low so that they make a larger margin so when you when you look at this uh, and the platform has not been open to the secondary or the tertiary buyers no one would want to go there and bring them on board it then what happens to the primary agents and buyers we feel that everyone can coexist a small buyer can become a larger buyer a larger buyer can become a very large buyer because you know even when you look at the other industry the fmcg industry everyone is going to rural everyone going to you know your tier 2 and tier 3 cities everyone is trying to get into just in time to fill the shelves use technology so that inventory is less and at every point what that they are doing they are bringing that trying to bring down the cost so similar things could have happened so when you have very limited base uh, how would you expect a fair price discovery yes you need discipline and you need to put systems in place but why can't these be you know bought by uh, international buyers at the same time you have to have mechanisms in place and it may not be suitable for all kinds of tea that's all right but on an experiment basis if it's a very high quality tea anyway is going to europe why can't they be asked to you know be part of the platform part of the you know merchant exporters business probably would go but you look at the larger benefit of the industry you you are you have expanded the market in and it's all digital it's it's just a platform that's all i mean you log in and you bid how difficult can it be and because we have example it's not that you know we are Uh, reinventing the wheel here it's been 15 20 years that amazons and flipkarts have been in the system if if now also we don't you know focus and alternate wherein we are speeding up the cycle time we are uh, reducing the inventory or uh, providing your credit facility in a very transparent and open manner from the platform even for that matter sampling so if we again come back to the auction bid the the, the sampling bid uh if you go to a buyer's place uh, a fairly large or a medium sized buyer the kind of and the amount of samples they get it's uh, humanly not possible to taste those things 
so uh, in many cases they know what a, you know a garden or a a particular mark is making they they know the flushes and they know you know this is the quality that would be coming at this point in time so it's just a type sample that they would see uh, at the start of the you know season or the flush and that's about it because the poor fellow does not have that kind of bandwidth because they are buying from auctions they are buying from private sale you have the local broker sitting outside the office with the samples and two three four guys are sitting outside office you know ki please have a look at my sample so many things happen so when we talk about okay you have to see the sample and then only purchase for certain category definitely why not but you know not for all categories if if you look at the bot leaf or the variety that is mostly bought in terms of the a, a particular price range that anyway has been you know it's it's on touch and feel i mean no one would make the cups and taste and you know and that portion is increasing so if you do something about it are you mechanize it or you know that you know there is a data set that you can refer to instead of just seeing the teas or receiving the sample it would make things easier for both the buyer and for the seller here also kappa trade is trying to you know bring in some kind of intervention wherein and they will be using a lot of tech in terms of your digital catalog to making catalogs bit more interesting than what it is is just more than an excel sheet we want to get into augmented reality so that they don't have to just go through the samples so to say and it's very interesting i mean we are we are working on it and uh, once we are ready i mean you know we'll showcase it and we'll take feedback from the uh, stakeholders but so far it's been very very encouraging i would also think this addresses one of the concerns that producers have about how many samples they send out uh, i would imagine for a small producer or a small bottle factory they can't afford to send so many samples out in the hope that some a buyer will taste the tea and set a price for it correct while we are building uh, that you know the ar and the tech bit we have already taken steps to get into focus sampling so during the registration process itself we you know it's a very thorough registration process uh, with us although you know it's it's very free it, it's free and you can just uh, upload your details but then the team sits with the buyer the call goes and they understand that you know which are the grades they are buying uh, which are the levels they buy at what are their preferences and then we also push or showcase the teas that they are not purchasing and that is how we try we are trying to expand the market you would be so surprised and happy that you know till now it's been only about 3 4 months that we are uh, active and live we've handled teas from arunachal nagaland upper assam down south uh, all across the country and of all size and you know shapes it could be a 5 kilo pack it could be a 2 kilo pack all are welcome because what we are saying it's green tea uh, oolong orthodox tippy non tippy many things when we discuss or speak with the buyers they deal with ctc uh, the boulder grades and the dust and so on and so forth so when we say do you buy green tea as well or would you be interested in uh, darjeeling orthodox or some of the varieties so they say that no we do not deal in these things so then we counter that you know you have not been dealing because you haven't had a platform where you could be assured of a constant supply here is a chance that you know we are showcasing this so we are sending you a few samples you test it out with your clients and then you have a, a you know 
a reasoned a seasoned partner in kappa trade that if the clients like or the customers like we can always uh, keep the supply chain smooth for you so this is how we are again expanding or helping the small producers expand the market the traditional auction system especially with the commodity the ctc and orthodox the grading is very complicated and which can be very intimidating i would think for a new buyer who comes in and who's not already been part of the system to get a sense of what's there and the final differences between these grades a very interesting point with with uh, reference to the grades and you have plethora of grades while i was working with m junction 2 we had uh, discussed this with t board and uh, the idea is certainly that we need to reduce and have a very standardized kind of grades where you find it in sri lanka that but here the problem comes is uh, when you say a, a particular grade let's say a bop or a bp and that that varies between garden to garden because of the sizing of the grains and that happens because of uh, the shifters when you are you know after when you bulk it and you are shifting it and the grades come out uh, because of the mesh size so you would be happy to note that we are while we are doing our uh, quality assessment we are pointing out the mesh size or the size of the grains too this is so this is a foundational work that we have started wherein uh, we are providing the i mean as many data points for the comfort of the buyer that they know okay this is exactly what they mean so that and we are laying this foundation so that we slowly slowly try to do away with the samples altogether it may not happen in, and we reduce the cost and because as you had pointed out after a point when we have you know lacks of buyers in the platform it will not be possible for us to send out the samples even if we do focus sampling so that is how, and i think it's a process sellers also realize it buyers also realize it that there are there are too many uh, grades in the market we need to reduce it and yes through associations route we are discussing with uh, you know how to uh, as far as the kappa, you know representation in kappa trade platform is concerned how do we reduce that because it reduce it reduces the cost too for the seller if you don't have so many grades you you know uh, it's a it's a data point it's the packaging it's uh, the bulking at the factory if you have only the broader grades it definitely reduces the cost for the small farmer and bottle factory how will you ensure because the volumes are so small how will you ensure there's a sufficient supply for particular tea and for particular grade which is already found a buyer and would like to be assured of a steady consistent supply of it this is one mechanism wherein you have similar kinds of tea going to a buyer and we set the supply chain for a particular buyer with while we do the matching bit and we are uh, getting into the ai bit wherein we are uh, educating the platform that okay this seller uh, for this seller this is the category of tea that is suitable so after a point in time when the seller or uh, we have the data points the platform will give us throw us the data that okay for this buyer these 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 teas are suitable and then we talk about you know positioning them to the buyer so this way we are uh, trying to uh, set off uh, bring some semblance and ensure that uh, the buyers have the required supplies 
So in a nutshell, Kappa Trade is not just a trading platform, but a platform where conversations can happen and insights can flow, and you facilitate this sort of a di direct dialogue. We we are not traditional brokers. We are not traders. We don't want to you know keep a margin, and we are absolutely clear clear on that. We, whatever uh, benefit or, or the higher price that the seller is provide the buyer is providing, it has to go directly to the seller. And yes, we we do have a service fee. We charge the sellers, we charge the buyers, but that's about it. We are purely facilitators, and we want to uh, uh, you know provide. Uh, a platform wherein everyone should be able to come together and speak with each other, right? And to and to keep the data secure, safe, uh, the uh, maintain the quality and take care of the payments as well. So, what is the volume you need of buyers and sellers to make up a trade viable and break even? We are going for all. We are going for everybody. Uh, in, it's it's because India itself is a very very large market. Uh, now let's. If you look at the figures, I think the timing for Kappa trade is extremely uh, suitable. This is what we feel is. If you look at the auction versus the private sale data, auctions we are usually doing around forty-five percent annually, and there is a constant shift uh, towards private sale, and we anticipate that the shift would be. Uh, it will keep increasing. So you know, in in couple of years, it will be sixty forty stark and. Uh, if we are in the because we are working in the private space, it's a private marketplace, uh, and we are not conducting auction. It's the buyers and sellers. They are uh, negotiating. They are speaking with each other and zeroing on a price or agreeing on a price. This is one. As far as buyers are concerned, uh, internally we have taken a, 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 a target of about we want to have about over a lakh of buyers across the country. At the moment, we are. Somewhere near 500 buyers, and we have not even stepped out because you know now is the fag end of the season in North in North India. Uh, we are focusing more on South Indian uh, producers at the moment. But once just before, let's say February March, we start going out, and you know the entire the onboarding process and all those things would it will be basically uh, metal on the pedal, basically so to say. And you have we want to go to the hinterlands. We want to go to the destination with the help of technology with with the help of buyer seller meet do the legwork and so to make uh, the registration process the to make the onboarding process as smooth and easy uh, to make uh, to make them understand that you know this is the sample and this is how we taste and this is the digital version of the sample and how do you feel comfortable with that so it's a process and it, it will take some time and uh, as you would know that you know industry is averse to innovation and tech, so to say. Uh, so uh, we anticipate it's going to be a long haul. But yes, the figure is over a lack of buyers on the platform. Finally, how easy or difficult is it to become a member of Kappa Trade? And what do buyers and sellers need to know about what it takes to join the platform? It's very easy. I mean, you just go to the website. It's kappatrade.com. You go and there is an e-marketplace button. You just click it uh, and you identify whether you are a seller, buyer or a both. And the registration forms uh, opens up. Uh, many things are not mandatory. It's up left to the seller and the buyer. And that is the first step that of registration. Then the team calls and we get into you know the detailing bit. So it's that easy. And it's, it's completely free. Uh, we don't 
pay to uh, be members of Amazon or to you know buy from Flipkart. So that's the model. And it comes directly once the uh, once the convert the product itself eventually comes directly from the producer side, from the seller side. Yes. There is yes. no uh, intermediary there and concerns there. No. That no. So yeah. this is another. You know, you've got to uh, remove the layers, as many layers of uh, traders or intermediaries. I mean, they are important bit too. I would not negate because you know they have been in the system for a very long time. Uh, but what we are only trying to do is reduce the layers of intermediaries. In some cases, it will be directly seller buyer for a certain category of tea. In some cases or some markets, it could be the intermediaries who are feeding the destination. It could be. While we are growing, uh, we are not averse to you know agents or traders being in the platform because we are. What we are trying to do is uh, focusing on the ecosystem. Wherein, wherein we we bring in the advantage and uh, both for the seller and to the buyer with the focus on a better remuneration and hastening up of the sale. So I think if we are even you know able to reduce the cycle time, there'll be many uh, segments of buyers who'll be very interested in the platform. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.